Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. This week, our adventurer is brought into the past by a monster. Enjoy the story, The Time Beast. Floating in space is an experience unlike any other. Below me is our beautiful planet Earth, shining spectacularly in the sun's light. The far-off stars and planets sparkle all around me. My ship is nowhere to be seen, nor is there anything nearby me. I am alone in space, without a suit, yet I can still breathe. As I turn to my left, a slight humming sound gets louder. A small blue light is glowing next to me. As this light becomes a circle, it grows in size slightly bigger than I. In the middle of the circle is a spectacular image of a snow-covered cabin in the woods. Reaching my hand out, it passes through the light, and a snowflake falls on it. This isn't a portrait, this is a portal down to earth. I pull myself through and find that I am floating just a few feet above the snow-covered ground as the portal closes. A friend of mine carrying some chopped wood grabs my hand and pulls me down, allowing me to stand on the ground. Forget how to walk again? They chuckle at me. I laugh, confused at how I was doing that in the first place. Before I can ask him if he can float, he points to a tree about a hundred yards ahead of us and asks me if that tree looks weird. I scan the tree he is pointing to, which curves a bit more than the surrounding trees. However, as my gaze goes higher, I see something hanging from the top branches. I pull out my binoculars and take a closer look. Upon closer inspection, there is a stuffed werewolf hanging from the branches. My friend asks how something like that could get so high up in such a tall tree. It's not till I spot the gold watch in the werewolf's hand that I grasp what's going on. The werewolf in the tree is not fake or stuffed as I thought. It's one of our descendants from the medieval times, specifically the keeper of our history. As my friend and I walk back to the cabin, I tell him that I've been reading about a creature who can manipulate time and space. According to our most sacred books, this creature is considered a threat to everything. It must have brought back one of our ancestors as it was traveling. It uses us as food for its adventures. This creature is described to be tall, thin, and unruly. Its only desire is to destroy. As we get within a few feet of the driveway, we spot the creature trying to enter the cabin where our families are resting. My friend rushes forward, dropping the firewood to attack this beast. The creature pulls a gun that looks like it came from the future and hits my friend in the stomach, knocking him to the ground. I rush over, grabbing my friend by his arms and pull him behind the parked truck. The weapon has knocked him out and is slowly turning his skin silver. He is still breathing, but I don't know what will happen once he is entirely silver. I pull my rifle from my back and peer over the hood. The creature is now making its way up the cabin and along the roof. I aim my rifle at its back, and as I pull the trigger, the creature turns and fires its weapon at me. My bullet hits its side, knocking it down but not off the roof. 
I find myself lying in the snow as I have been hit too. As I sit up, everything around me changes. The snow is gone, and in its place are flowers and grass. The weather is warmer, and the cabin is just a pile of logs on the ground. The truck that was there is now brand new. The creature must have sent me back 20 plus years to get me out of the timeline to save itself. My friend is also gone, and my grandfather's dog comes running down the driveway to greet me. All four begin licking my face and pushing themselves against me so that I will pet them. I burst out laughing at the amount of joy I am being greeted with, but feel guilty simultaneously knowing I need to get back to my timeline. The strange thing about this place is that even though these are my grandfather's dogs, they were all born in different decades, meaning they were only alive two at a time. I look around trying to see if anyone I know is here to help explain what is happening, but there is no one. I try to stand but can't because the dogs are in my lap. I try to push them away and they back off, but I can't stand. Then as I start to crawl, they grab me by my shirt collar with their mouths and pull me backwards. I feel no pain from this, but as they drag me along the ground, it feels cold. They pull me into where the cabin will be built and I can feel the warmth on my back from the sun now. The alpha female dog, a mix of white and black, sits like a human and rests my head in her lap. To make things even weirder, the other dogs bring me food and water as they stand on their two feet. I look at them with the widest set of eyes, as I can now see our werewolf heritage. As one of them begins pouring a drink into my mouth, the taste is awful, causing me to spit it out and sit up. The dogs force me to rest, and as I look back at the dog who is behind me, I now see clearly. I am back in the cabin, in my timeline, and my wife is holding me in her lap. I ask what has happened and if our friend is okay. She tells me that my shot managed to kill the creature, which caused the weapon's effects to be lessened. The remedy they made to cure us was my grandmother's. My grandmother found a way to cure my grandfather as he had fought this creature in the past but was only able to wound it. Knowing the creature is dead gives us all a sense of peace. However, the question now is, are there any more like it? Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Please leave a comment and check out our social media on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We would love to hear your thoughts of tonight's episode. I'm your host, Zach Miller, and thanks for listening. Have a good midnight slumber.